Hey guys, it's Billy. What the fuck is up? And welcome back to No Bleeps. This week is a mess. I mean, every week you guys is a mess, but this week in particular, I feel like every piece of mail that I'm getting, I'm like, no, 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 no. You ever feel like that? Like as like a kid getting mail used to be so exciting. Like you would be like, oh my gosh, like I hope I get some letter whatnot or anything. It was just like so cool. But then as an adult, you're like, please like let me not have mail because it's always like bills or like something that you ought to deal with that's adult related. And I just, no, thank you. No, thank you. I don't need any mail at all. So that's what's been going on and I'm on my period. So I have this massive headache that will not go away. Like it just will not. I took a Tylenol earlier and it's just like, it's not happening. And I think I realized after like all 23 years of my life that when I am on my period, I get these raging headaches. And I think I just always thought like I got one really bad headache a month. And now I'm like, wait a minute. I think they're like perfectly timed because I woke up and I just had one and I still have one and it hurts really bad and I'm trying not to, you know, think about it. So in order to not think about my headache, I'm going to tell you guys about all of the shit that's going on on the internet. So there's this massive Jake Paul story that I didn't plan on making a like actual YouTube video about on my channel because the topic is bad, like so bad. And I cover dark topics on my channel sometimes if I feel like I can censor it enough to where it still kind of makes sense a little bit. But this one, I just don't think I can at all. So that's why I'm talking about it here. And then there's this TikTok drama that's a little lighthearted. And I'll talk about that at the end because I think after this Jake Paul stuff, we need a little TikTok drama to kind of make it a little less dark in this episode. But this Jake Paul drama is bad, 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 bad. Um, This girl came out with a YouTube video where she accused Jake Paul of sexually assaulting her. And uh, it's just, it's so heartbreaking to hear about these types of topics and the response. So I'll, I'll basically tell you guys what she said. She basically was describing that her and Jake were like hanging out and then they went to his room and they were making out. They were, you know, just kissing. And she did not want to have sex. She didn't want to do anything with him. And he basically told her allegedly, you know, what is the point? What's the point? Like, what are we doing? And let's just take a moment here and say that if you are making out with someone, you don't owe them anything. If you are talking and flirting with someone through text, you don't owe them anything. Nobody should read into anything that you are doing and assume you want to do things. Like, there is no assuming there is no assuming. If you verbally say, I do not want this, then people should respect that. And people have to respect that. Otherwise, it is illegal. It's just, that's just fact. And uh, she's claiming that he allegedly did not respect her request and like pulled his pants down and, you know, made her do things with him orally. This story is extremely disturbing. I think one of the sadder things about this was the response because there were people that were like, why don't you just get up? It's like, what the fuck do you mean? Why do you just get up? Jake Paul, let us remember, is training to be like a fighter and he fights like in these big boxing tournaments now. Okay. And you think like a girl, like this girl was tiny, a tiny girl is going to be able to get up. 
up and leave. This man is a fucking fighter now. And people are just like, well, you just close your mouth. I'm sorry, huh? Huh? I'm the victim shaming that happens these days is absolutely disgusting. Like if you just use your fucking minds, you use your logic and think about these situations, you literally cannot, you literally would freeze up and you're with someone that's like holding you down much bigger than you, much stronger than you. Let us remind ourselves again, a fighter. It's just, I, it's just ridiculous. The things that I saw people say, they were hurt. Like they made me angry. And Jake Paul put out a statement that I really got to read to you guys because I have a lot of things to say about it. A lot of things to say about this freaking statement. I'm so annoyed by it. Like, he denied it. Jake Paul put out this statement on Twitter saying sexual assault accusations aren't something that I or anyone should ever take lightly. But to be crystal clear, this claim made against me is 100% false. Not only have I never had any sexual relationship with this individual, but this claim is solely a manufactured accusation in a blatant attempt for attention during a highly visible fight week. Make no mistake, I plan on pursuing this defamation of character case to the fullest extent of the law. There are irresponsible damages from these types of accusations, and more importantly, false accusations of this nature diminish those who have truly been victims of misconduct. Again, this individual is directly using the attention from her social media posts and video to promote her adult content website and Amazon shopping list designed for people to buy her gifts. These allegations come conveniently for her almost two years after the alleged incident and the week of my fight, of course. At the time of her story, I was in a relationship, and as someone who was a mama's boy growing up, I respect women and mothers more than anything. I most certainly have never laid a finger on a girl without their consent. I will fight this to the end to prove my innocence. This isn't the first preposterous allegation made against me in my career, and it most likely won't be the last. As someone who has lived in the spotlight since the age of 16, dealing with liars, fake news, and false allegations, unfortunately, is a part of this job. I won't back down from it and years from now my character as individual will show and shine through these dark moments. First of all, I want to say he's claiming that she came out with this video conveniently because his fight is this week. It's like I didn't even know you were fucking fighting. So that I had no idea you were fucking fighting at all. That has nothing to do with anything. Your name like isn't in the news at all, maybe like in the boxing world, but it wasn't on my radar till I heard the story. It wasn't like, oh my God, Jake is in the news. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like he's going to fight this week. And then this girl comes out and she's like going to get all this famous clout from talking about this boxer. Like, no. I just, I'm so over the clout mentality too. Like people thinking that other people come out with stories because they want to get clout. It's hard to come out and say things happen to you because people will accuse you of being a liar. People accuse you of wanting, you know, fame and all that stuff. And I'm just here to tell you guys what both parties are saying. I'm not telling you guys what to think. Um, but I just want to say that I think his reasons uh, for being like, I didn't do it are ridiculous you're a mama's boy. What does that do for me? Mama's boys don't sexually assault girls. Since when is that a fact? That's not a proven fact. That's like, what? 
what the fuck is that? And it's like, I was in a relationship. Okay. Plenty of people cheat. There's so many celebrities, so many influencers, people in general that cheat on their partners. And you're going to tell me that you can't actually assault someone if you're in a relationship. That makes no fucking sense, Jake Paul. That makes no sense at all. Like these reasonings, I, I don't know what he was thinking when he was putting this out there. Like, I don't know who let him put this out there. He could have just thought I was, I'm handling this privately. I'm pursuing legal action and left it at that. But the little excuses and the constant mentioning of the fact that his fight was this week, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Are you promoting your fight through this? It's like he took the opportunity to promote his fight because nobody knew about his freaking fight, honestly. So he just had to like casually throw it in there twice and be like, I didn't do this, but by the way, my fight is on Friday. Or like, my fight is like this week. I didn't even know if he said Friday, but <sighs> absolutely ridiculous on so many fucking levels. Um, and apparently she like signed an NDA uh, before going to Jake's house or like entering the house. And so, you know, him saying he's pursuing legal action, it's just like, where you're going to sue someone for breaking an NDA. But then people say that NDAs aren't valid if something occurred that was not consensual. Is he really going to take this to court or is he just saying that so that he looks like you know he's innocent i don't know i don't know this is just like i don't know what to think you guys this is crazy and a lot of people have been wanting me to talk about it it's just disgusting like hearing stories like these are disgusting seeing the responses are so so disgusting it makes me so angry i hate the victim shaming the victim blaming all that stuff you could have you should have you would have like that's just fuck those like how is that gonna help anyone like cope how is that gonna help someone move on move you know get through their life and deal with whatever they experienced or you know allegedly experienced it's just like people don't fucking understand if you've never like dealt with trauma if you never dealt with a hard situation in your life then you don't know that sometimes things can hit you later on in life and this also because he mentioned like this happened two years ago as if two years later you can't realize something happens to you things can be realized and affect you later on and this is also when i'm going to talk about tana mojo because tana has recently brought up the fact that videos with people like shane and jason really affected her and that you know filming with these older men and especially with shane they were filming such sexual content together like making sexual jokes and posing for thumbnails i mean she literally peed on him in a video and she was just barely 18 and she's liking all of these tweets that are saying how was this allowed like i tweeted out this thumbnail of this video that shane posted like getting sexual tana mojo and i was like how was this allowed and she literally liked the tweet and people were just like oh you're reaching like this was so long ago like you know she's fine she was an adult and i'm just like tana literally liked this she liked the tweet that said how was this allowed and you're going to say that she's not allowed to feel some type of wave of it because you know, so much time has passed or because she was 18. Like, it doesn't matter how old you are. If something happens to you that was wrong, it was wrong. Or if something happens to you and you're uncomfortable, you were fucking uncomfortable. It doesn't matter. You know, you don't have to be young and someone has to be like super old or you could literally be the same age and someone could do something very terrible to you and you could be affected by that. Like, it just, (sighs) people's reasoning sometimes are so frustrating, but she has been 
you know, slowly more vocal about it. The most vocal that she's been is on TikTok where she said that, you know, her filming with older men, she used the audio that said, I think this is going to uh, fuck with me mentally long term. And it's just crazy to see that people don't understand that years later, you can realize, hey, that was fucked up. And you can be affected by that emotionally and need to deal with it. Sometimes people don't deal with their deep-rooted issues until later on in life. It's just something that happens to people. So it's just ridiculous that people don't understand that and extremely frustrating to have to try to explain that trauma can hit you later. It's just... <sighs> you know? So I definitely just wanted to vent about that. But speaking of Tana, aside from Shane and Jason and her speaking out about all of that, she's also been very vocal recently about James Charles. And this is the situation that I made a video about because I honestly couldn't believe this. But Tana and James used to be best friends way back when. And then suddenly, like, they weren't as close anymore and they weren't filming videos together anymore. And people were just kind of like, you know, whatever happened between the two of them, you know, are they okay or what's going on? And it seems like Tana might have seen like a side of James that she did not like. And I mean, it seemed pretty clear this week in particular when she spoke out about it that she has experienced a side of James that everyone is just kind of like opening up their eyes to again since this entire by sister situation and realizing James might not be you know, this person that everyone should have forgiven a really long time ago. And so the reasoning for this was because a journalist, Kat, pulled a tweet from like her archives. And it was a tweet that Tana had tweeted at Gage, who was James Charles Coachella date. And she was basically like calling him out for using James and like taking advantage of him, like using his fame in order to, you know, go to Coachella and be VIP and whatnot and lead him on. Because the way that James has always described the Coachella situation was that he brought this guy that he had been talking to and this guy said that he was bi-curious and ended up like not liking James at all. And James was saying that he was just cloud chasing off of James. And Tana actually came out and responded this week to this old tweet of herself and said that, you know, she was like 100% manipulated and she was defending someone that she should not have been defending and basically just saying that James Charles manipulated her into believing that this person Gage was a cloud chaser and she's actually really close friends with Gage now and she's like heard him out heard his side of the story and says that she fully supports Gage and not James Charles like that is crazy 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 and she's also posted a TikTok and People were kind of trying to guess like who they thought the TikTok was about. And it's like, oh, someone is getting called out for something that you've been saying or like you realized like long ago. And people kind of were wondering if that was directed at James in terms of like she realized that James was, you know, one way. And then suddenly people are realizing it now because, you know, after Bye Sister and after James made his video, No More Lies, everyone was just like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, haunting you, Jeffrey, like, you guys, where were your receipts? Like, James came with the receipts, and now it's kind of like, did he really come with the receipts? 
the way that things are coming out, it's very different because we're hearing it from the source this time. Before, it was kind of like Tati and Jeffrey are just saying that they've seen or heard things, but they didn't have anyone to back up what they were saying. And this time, people are more inclined to believe everything that they're hearing about James Charles because the information is coming out from the victims and not from other people that have like heard or seen things it's people saying this happened to me and showing what they have like allegedly received and all this stuff from james so it's definitely a very big situation like last time by sister felt big but this is bigger in terms of how serious people are looking at it i think it was just shocking when Bi Sister happened. Like, that was just shocking to see YouTubers call each other out like that. And right now, it's kind of hit a very, very serious level. But that's kind of what has been going on in that whole Tana calling out James and Tana stuff. And I kind of want to move into these TikTok dramas because this is some shit that I can't even believe I am so invested in, but I'm invested in. And I don't know if that's embarrassing or not, but I'm invested in it. And I didn't even really follow these people beforehand, but I think it was just the call her daddy promo that really had me like, wow, like I need to know the backstory. So there are some key people that we need to mention in this story. And that is members of Sway LA. I believe they're in Sway, or at least they were in Sway at one point in time. Nessa Barrett and Mads Lewis. Those are like the girls in the story that involve some people from Sway LA. So what happened was way back when uh, Nessa was dating someone from Sway named Josh Richards. He does the BFF podcast with the guy from Barstool, if that rings a bell. But they dated for quite some time and they broke up and she's single. And Jaden is in Sway, best friends with Josh, and he was dating Mads Lewis. And recently, the two of them broke up. So Jaden, Nessa, everyone single. But the thing here that starts the drama is Nessa and Jaden have a song together and it's actually really good. It's called Lottie Die and they've been performing it everywhere like Ellen, Jimmy Kimmel, and they've been performing with Travis Barker and it is truly one of the best songs that I've heard come from a TikToker. Like this is the best song I've heard from an influencer, honestly. Like they they sound so good together. It is crazy and I mean, like, I'm happy that they're getting all this recognition and going on all these shows because they deserve it. The song is amazing. But apparently, while Jaden and Nessa were working together on this song and hanging out all the time, he was still dating Mads Lewis. And Mads Lewis was, like, kind of hinting at the world that some shit was going on between Jaden and Nessa. And now it's become clear that that is pretty much what led to Mads and Jaden breaking up. Mads even put out a TikTok where she used Taylor Swift's song Better Than Revenge and used photos of her and Jaden and then showed Nessa as like she came along and stole my man basically. And at first when she posted this, everyone was like, yo, what the fuck? Like you are crazy. Like you're just jealous because the two of them are working together on this song and all this stuff. And now 
we're learning we're learning that Jaden actually does like Nessa and it seems like the two of them are freaking dating now and that Nessa is the reason why Mads and Jaden broke up and this is like a whole you know bro code girl code situation because Nessa was friends with Mads Lewis and Jaden best friends with Josh so this is a whole mess of a situation but the reason I got so invested in this was because Maz Lewis went on Call Her Daddy. And in the promo that they showed for Call Her Daddy, she is bawling her eyes out. She's like, yeah, like, I found out that he he likes Nessa. He told me this morning, like, crying about the situation. And I was like, oh my god, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't even know this girl. I didn't recognize her. I had no idea who Maz Lewis was before I saw this promo. And then all of a sudden, I was obsessed because... I love the song, Lottie Die, and the song is what got me obsessed into the drama. I was like, I need to know the backstory. I, I don't know about you guys, but I am obsessed with backstories to songs. Like, I will like a song ten times more knowing who the person like wrote it about, and you know what's going on in their life, and like why they wrote it, and all this stuff. Like, I, I just I'm obsessed with it. Like, I could hear all of Taylor Swift's songs and I'd be like, yeah, they're amazing. But knowing who the songs are about, I'm like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. I can't believe it. Because then I'm like listening to it. I'm like pretending to be them or like pretending to be the other person listening to the song. Like, this is why I'm obsessed with Olivia Rodrigo. And this is why I swear she popped off because people were invested in the song and they were obsessed in the story. Like, what the fuck the meaning of the words were and who they were about. Like, I just, I'm obsessed with it. And I tried to tell my boyfriend that one time. I was like, I'm obsessed like with songs and, you know, what, the, who they're talking about. I want to know. We'll be listening to Taylor Swift and I'll be like, this is about, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal this one's about Joe Jonas. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yes, yes. Like, how do you not know? Like, this is crazy. This is like the tea. This is like the drama. But I guess like not everyone is like that because he's not like that. He's like, I just like the songs for how the songs are. I don't need to know about what other people are experiencing because I'm putting myself in the song. And I'm like, I'm not putting myself in the song. I'm like imagining like, sometimes I put myself in the song, like, I can relate to the lyrics, but I'm, I also just love being able to, like, feel how other people are feeling. I don't know, you guys. That's just a little weird rant that I had to go on because, oh, anyways, back to Lottie Die and Mads Lewis on Call Her Daddy. This is how I got so invested in the drama because it's a song and, yeah, because I feel like if there was no, like, really good song involved, I'd just be like, uh, TikTok drama, but oh my gosh, I was so invested. And I guess that Jaden had admitted to Mads that he did, in fact, like Nessa and that led to their breakup. And Mads said that she like went through his phone and like there were deleted like text messages and like messages, like voice memos. And she went on the iPad and confronted him about it. And she, the morning that he told her that he liked Nessa was the day that she went on Call Her Daddy. That's why she was so emotional. I feel so bad. Like the poor thing. I just can't. I would literally fall apart if I was dating someone and they made a song with someone else and I had to watch them like perform together and, you know, hang out all the time and get praised together for this amazing song. And then they like fall for each other and you're just kind of there like, I would cry. Like, no joke, I would cry, like, all the time, probably, because that's so fucking fucked up. And, like, for the girl to also be one of your old friends or whatever, oh, hell no. Hell to the no. I I would be petty. I'm sorry. Like, I, I would be petty. 100%. Everyone's like, oh, Mad should not put this online. She should not talk about it. But 
at that point, I could understand it. It might not be right. Like, you really shouldn't, like, air out your business in public. But honestly, I could definitely have been just as petty as her. Like, if I'm feeling like I'm in pain, I definitely want other people to know about it. Like, I would just be like, I need you to know that I'm sad because these two people hurt me. Yeah, that's it's probably not a good thing. It's definitely not a mature thing to do. But I just feel like if I was crossed like that, I would be like, you guys will not believe what this girl did. Or you would not believe what he did. Yikes. Yeah. So that's pretty much the TikTok drama. And I'm like, just way too obsessed with it. Um, the song is still good, unfortunately, which is bad because like now I don't want to like support them because they hurt Mads and I feel bad for her because uh, it's just, it's just sucks. So that's a whole thing. And I wonder if they're going to make music together again, like more songs, because they do sound really amazing together. Like they really, really, really amazing together. He's got this like rock and roll vibe and screaming thing. And she's like really soft and together. Amazing. Chef's kiss. But I mean, people want them to work together and like continue to do music. So I guess we'll have to see. But God, that would just suck. That would suck so bad. Yikes. But that's pretty much that little tea. And since we're talking about music, you guys, Olivia Rodrigo her album is coming out her album you guys have to know like i'm obsessed with olivia rodrigo by now uh, i'm obsessed with her like i'm so obsessed i just feel like she's baby taylor swift and i'm so here for the fact that taylor is like her mom in some way on the internet and also taylor is coming out with these albums like every five seconds and i can't even breathe like i'm still trying to process that she came out with an album at all during quarantine and now there's like a million albums and all these easter eggs i cannot keep up every time this woman gets on a screen or posts something or says something i'm, I'm like having to look at like the how tight her braids are or you know if she blinks three times to you know find out the date that the album is coming out because i'm just like it's there's it's not easy being a Taylor Swift fan sometimes because it's so complicated to try to get the information and luckily I'm on like Taylor Swift TikTok and I follow these Taylor Swift Twitter accounts so that people can just tell me what they have discovered they're like okay so I added up these three numbers from these three calendars and like this one sentence that she said in the way that she you know emphasized this one word in this interview and the album is coming out in May and it's gonna be 1989 and I'm just like all right I trust you I trust you guys and some people have been saying maybe she's gonna come out with an, a song with Harry Styles and I swear to god if Harry Styles is on style and he has a feature I will I will r.i.p like uh absolutely that would take me out taylor making a song with her ex oh my you guys okay my inner taylor swift is like coming out and i'm i just feel like a lot of people are gonna be like what the fuck but i just i got really excited we just got fearless i'm obsessed i want to cry reliving the entire thing is like insane to me like the memories the memories oh my god yeah, that's just, whoo, my goodness. I'm obsessed. 
with this woman and i can't wait for like concerts to possibly be a thing again and me to go get to see her because i need it i need it to like refuel my soul but anyways that is enough of me ranting about taylor swift for today and like everything else i definitely want to know you know have you guys been paying attention to any of the stuff that has been going on you know not just you know the lighthearted stuff that we talked about but even the more serious stuff that we got into today if you guys are watching on youtube let me know in the comments how you guys feel about this if you guys are listening on any streaming platform i do have a youtube channel where i post these and you guys can comment but i love you guys so much and i hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week and i will talk to you guys next week in next week's episode bye guys <laughs>